Happy Easter to everyone. It's good to see you as we gather in God's church. This is an exciting day, an exciting time for us all. You know, the Lord, as I prayed this morning, last night, and just asking Him what He would like me to speak on and preach on and hopefully open your hearts to His beautiful message of hope, His message of healing, His message of freedom, His message of deliverance, His message of joy and peace. God is with us. And He says that in the Scripture. He goes, I will be with you always. Not sometimes. I will be with you always. And I'd like you to just listen to those words. I will be with you always. And pay attention to what that does to your heart. Pay attention to how that resonates with your heart. Because if you receive that truth, if you receive those words, I will be with you always. It's kind of like, you know, the the violin making the sound or the the trumpet or the trombone or the, the, the sound of the flute or the organ as the wind passes through its pipes. As that word passes through your spirit and your soul, you begin to experience what our psalm today says. What's our psalm today? This is the day the Lord has made. This is the day the Lord has made. Then it says, let us rejoice and be glad. Are you experiencing a rejoicing in your spirit, a rising up of God's joy in your spirit? Are you experiencing a gladness being born in your spirit? Because see, what happens in our spirit is manifest in our bodies. What goes on in our spirit is proclaimed through our bodies. Today, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the same yesterday, today, and forever, has risen from the dead, not just with a soul and a spirit, but with a body. Christ came into this world to manifest through His body the love of the Father for humanity. Today, Jesus says to the church, I want my marriage to last forever with you. Today, Jesus, the eternal bridegroom, announces to His bride, the church, forever we'll be together. Forever I'll be with you. And forever you can be with me. This is why it's called good news. Because if you listen to your heart, the only way you can be glad and be happy and be a Spirit-filled, joyful person is if you believe that what your heart's asking for is a reality and possibility. Because what your hearts and I, I want, what we want in our hearts, it's more than this world can offer us. And so we can save ourselves a lot of heartache and pain and sorrow and misery if we would just yield in faith to the eternal bridegroom 
who wants to satisfy and answer the deepest longings and desires of our human spirits. God the Father made us for Himself. And it's only through the Son, the eternal Bridegroom, that we could return to the Father. But it's only when you put faith in Jesus that the Holy Spirit testifies in your flesh of the reality that He came to reveal. Let me say that again. It's only when you put your faith in Jesus, who was given by the Father to reveal His love, it's only when you put your faith in Him that the Holy Spirit begins to testify in your flesh. To testify in your flesh of what He came to reveal and to promise, which is holy communion for eternity. God wants communion with humanity. Not just while He's on earth. Not just sometimes. Not just when we feel good and when we don't feel good. But He wants it all the time. He's here with us in the tabernacle. He's coming onto this altar to enter into humanity. This is why He established the priesthood. So that He could continue to give His holy body and blood to His bride, the church. And she could come up and receive holy communion with Him. Jesus' greatest desire is for you and I to enter into communion with Him. And so when He rose from the dead, He rose with a body. The body speaks. Christ, the Son of God, received a human nature. A male body. Because He wanted to announce through His body that I want to be gift to my bride. The church. I want to give myself to my bride. This is my body given up for you. Take. This is my blood poured out for you, bride. Church, take. So a a footnote here is every single marriage is meant to proclaim this great mystery. Every marriage proclaims Christ the Bridegroom giving Himself to His Bride. Every marriage before Christ in the church points to Christ in the church. Every marriage after Christ in the church, including your own, points back to Christ in the church. There's only one marriage. It's Jesus and His church. God and humanity. We, through our bodies as male and female, proclaim the great mystery of the incarnation of God becoming man. Every man proclaims with his body that Christ is present. Every woman proclaims with her body that the church is the bride. Stamped right in us is this great mystery of hope. This eternal design that for all eternity, God and humanity could be one. That God wants His marriage to last forever with you. But you and I are here in these pews because we're saying something this morning. What are you and I saying this morning by your being here? You're saying you believe that He rose from the dead. That is a powerful statement. It's no small testament. You believe that God the Son rose from the dead. St. Paul says... Without the resurrection, our faith is in vain. If He didn't rise from the dead, our faith is nonsense. 
But you fill the pews this morning because you have a hope rising up in your hearts. You have a gladness and a joy rising up within you, a rejoicing in your hearts because you know that He is saying to you and to me that what you desire is valid. The resurrection stamps and validates the design that's stamped and proclaimed through your human body. No man, ladies, will ever satisfy you. No woman, men, will ever satisfy you. The desire in us is for the eternal bridegroom, Jesus Christ. Without the resurrection, our faith is nonsense. And actually, life has no meaning. Because you're going to be looking for love in all the wrong places. Right? That's what happens. Looking for love in too many faces. There's only one face that can reveal your heart's desire. It's the face of Jesus. He's not dead. He's alive. You know that song, My God's not dead. He's surely alive. Did you ever hear that? It's a good song. God isn't dead. He's alive. And that's a reason to be happy and to be filled with the joy and rejoicing. To go out into the world and announce to others, you were at church this morning. So today, your being here today, this morning, affirms why you get up every Sunday and come to Mass. Your being here today affirms why you go to confession. Your being here affirms why you don't strangle your spouse. Your being here this morning affirms why you don't recklessly pass people when they can't drive. Your being here this morning affirms why you baptize and confirm your children and why you are baptized and confirmed. Our being here this morning affirms what Jesus said. His body, blood, soul, and divinity isn't an idea. It's not a thought. It's a reality. Our being here this morning affirms why we give to the Juan Diego, why we give to our parish, why we participate in Bible studies, an hour of adoration, why we come to Mass, why we are patient, why we forgive. If this didn't happen, just go out and be crazy. Because if this didn't happen, there's no point of you following any of the standards of life. There is no rules. Just go out and be, be nutty. God's saying there's a reason why you do what you do because you believe that He died and rose and you want your marriage with God to last forever. That's why you're here. That's why you're here. That's why we celebrate. That's why there's flowers in the sanctuary. That's why this building exists. And that's why 1.26 whatever billion Catholics or, and then plus all the Christian other denominations throughout the world are today gathering on this morning to celebrate. Because God's not dead. He's alive. And He's for you, not against you. So, to close, I'd like you to just think of this. On our Gospel, it says, on the first day of the week, this is the first day of the week. This is the beginning of your life. This is the first day of the rest of your life. 
If you make a stand today, Jesus is my Lord, my Savior, my Deliverer, my eternal joy, my happiness, my bride. Jesus is the reason that I'm here. So this is the first day of the week. Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. Mary Magdalene is an image or a type of the church. Mary Magdalene is a sinner that was touched by the eternal bridegroom. Mary Magdalene is an image of you and I. We don't want our relationship with God to end. So Mary Magdalene is saying, where is he at? The only one that ever gave me peace, the only one that ever satisfied me, he's gone. And all I had was his body, but now they took his body. So Mary Magdalene is inviting you and I with the whole church today to rejoice because God is alive. So, what are you going to do? You're going to leave the church and you're going to tell people about this truth. You've got to let the resurrection grab hold of you. Capture your spirit. Don't just keep it in the head. Let it sink into your spirit. Let it affect the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you sing, the way you drive, the way you eat, the way you shop. Let Him affect you. Go out and announce the gospel, the good news. Everybody's got a hungry heart. Everybody's got a hungry heart. Right? What are we hungry for? What are we thirsty for? Communion. We're designed, our bodies are made for communion. We want communion. This is why the world's so crazy right now and looking everywhere with this fierce irritation. You could let that all rest. Be still. Know that I'm God. I'm here. I love you. So today, I'd like you all to renew your personal commitment and devotion to Jesus. So we're going to be coming around soon and sprinkling you with holy water. Let that be a renewal of your commitment to Christ. So please stand.
la-da-da, la-da-da. 